So a lot of people, we is lacking patience. I just want to just say it was some technical difficulties going on, but we lack patience. We lack emotional patience and like awareness patience. So we just more so just have disagreements with people. We don't even try to figure out where they coming from or what's their story or how they even feel like that. We don't even have the patience to even talk to somebody, not even with our significant other or the people that we want to be with. We don't even have the patience to even build up a good upstanding relationship with people because we don't have the patience because they might disagree what is on one thing. So, oh, I don't even want to fuck with that person. I don't even want to talk to that person. I ain't got the patience for that. And you know, patience is a virtue and patience is discipline. A lot of people don't have disciplines. To have patience is to have discipline. That's because you know that it's coming, but you putting your mind in a situation where you patient. You not, it's just me, me, me. I need it now, 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 now. No, you patient about it. You know it's coming. So I just want to just say that a lot of people need to improve on patience, man. Just don't look so far down the line. Don't look at the end of the finish line. Just focus on the road. Don't even worry about what's behind you. The competition running behind you, all the shit that you did is behind you. All you got to do is just keep running forward. Make sure you stay on course. Stay patient on the course. Don't worry about the end result. Just stay the course. And then I'm going to be talk. I want to talk about two things, being bored and scared of no. Now, a lot of people are scared to be told no. And that's why they don't go after the dreams that they want to get. Or go after the person that they really want to talk to. They scared of being told no. They scared of being shot down. But in actuality, that gives you strength. That gives you honor. That gives you courage. Being told no is honestly one of the hardest things in life people have to deal with. And I know it sounds crazy. And I like people literally are afraid and fear the word no. People can't handle the word no. When you tell a person no, especially somebody that's entitled, they looking at you sideways. Now imagine telling somebody no that and they already were scared enough to ask a question or they were scared enough to uh, show you that they can sing, show you uh, that they can um, draw and they wouldn't just know like, is the art good? Yes or no. A lot of people just be scared to get told no. So a lot of people don't even start up their own dreams because they don't want to get told by these label managers. They don't want to get told no, no, that shit corny. No, that's not the one. That ain't the one, kid. That ain't the one, son. Like, a lot of people scared of that. So once you get out of that fear of being told no by anybody, that's when you... uh, you have a key, which I feel like you unlock another door of self-mastery. You master yourself. You master confidence, abilities in yourself because the only thing they can do is tell me no. And once people, you know, have that and realize that being told no it is a blessing and a curse at the same time because it allows you to get better. It allows you to see your mistakes. It allows you to see what you could do differently. So it's a lot that can come from no. 
But you got to put yourself in situations to be told no. Put yourselves in uncomfortable situations so you can get comfortable. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. That's the only way that comfort happens. But if you always just in comfortable situations where you know you just you just walk in that fine line. But when you live in that edge, I sounded country as fuck. But when you walking on that <laughs> when you walking on that fine line of just being scared of being told no, you always go play it safe your whole life. So if you plan to save your whole life, you go get planned and safe results. That means staying at the same job, staying at the same house, staying at the same car. I mean, staying having the same car. Like, yeah, you got it. Ain't, but ain't nothing going to improve, though, for you. Because you go play it safe. Ain't nothing go. Ain't nothing ever going to improve in your life physically, mentally, emotionally. Because you playing it safe. Stop playing it safe. Stop telling yourself no. Stop telling yourself I'm putting it off. Get it now. The mind got a yin and a yang realm so it can work for you and against you. But it's really on you which one you want to activate. It's really which one you really want to, you know, take it there with. You want to take it with that yes side or you want to take it with that no side. Choose wisely. And being bored. When you bored. That's when the ideas of the imagination come to you. But sadly, we don't put ourselves in positions to be bored because we use what either video games, drugs, sex, alcohol to, oh, I'm bored. I need this. So we can't think properly if every time that we bored and not doing nothing. And that's really the time where you're supposed to think about your future. When you're supposed to think about what you want to do next. Being bored, that's that's really the cause of a lot of great things. Uh, uh, great things in life wouldn't happen. A lot of a lot, most of this stuff on planet Earth wouldn't be here if a motherfucker was bored. Think about that. I want you to sit on that. A lot of the shit, most 98% of the stuff that's on Earth right now wouldn't be here if a motherfucker was bored. Put yourself in boredom situations and have your mind clear. Have your mind right. When you bored, that's when the thoughts and imaginations go come. Like, um, I need to be doing this. This might be my passion. You start to think more vividly. You start to feel more and not suppress. So once you find that key of just being bored and loving yourself, that's when you find self-mastery in yourself. That's when you master yourself as a person individually, when you can be bored by yourself. Being bored is one of the most mature, greatest things, peace of mind you could ever have. But you have to have confidence in yourself to be bored. And a lot of people don't like to be by themselves. They don't want to be around themselves because they don't like themselves because they haven't even put themselves in a position to even know themselves. Be bored. Be bored and don't be afraid to know. Them my last, you know, little gems right there. I'll be back for some more cloth talk. I thank you for listening. I'm out. Yo, yo, 
It's your boy J-Dub. I just want to thank everybody for tuning in to the newly named Cloth Talk. Now look, I named it Cloth Talk because I had a day when I was just like, I don't fuck with the daily message. I like it, but I don't love it. It just need more. Like, it just needed more. Something was missing. I just felt like it wasn't me. So, I'm like, I'm a person cut from a different cloth. The people that I talk to cut from a different cloth. Oh, look. Let's just name it Cloth Talk. The cloth that I be speaking different. And, you know, real ones know you got to talk about that cloth. The cloth just different. So, I just want to just thank everybody again for tuning in. Whether you had the worst day of your fucking life, whether you had the greatest day in your fucking life, you still thought of me and you here. So, I just want to thank you. And I just want to give you, the listener, right now, a round of applause for all the bullshit that you've been through. All the transgressions, all the, just all the bullshit unnecessarily that you put yourself through or people put you through. You made it. You made it, motherfucker. So I commend you for that. So let's hop into it. I want to talk about the LeBron tour that everybody has just witnessed. Now, let me um, start off by saying I'm not the biggest LeBron guy. I've never been the LeBron guy in my circle. I've, I've been the Kobe guy. Then once he retired... I switched my allegiance to Curry because I just felt like Curry just... Curry changed the game. And I'm going to just leave it at that. I'm going to say that for a later time. But I respect LeBron. LeBron is the greatest athlete in my generation. In my opinion, I feel like since 2003, LeBron been the greatest athlete. But if you want to win, you know, it's a couple more places that you can go before you start to knock on three and six house. But... I just want to just say that LeBron has won the MVP this year. LeBron has taken the MVP from Giannis. Giannis got better. Giannis, to me, is an unstoppable player. He's a gifted player. Um, He needs more skill. <clears throat> or, but, you know, he needs a little bit more skill. But for what it's worth, 30 points and 13 rebounds is 30 points and 13 rebounds. Damn it. So I just want to say he had the lead. Luca was solid. Um, James Harden has been the people's MVP for the last five seasons. So, oh, seasons. But I feel like James Harden not going to get it just based off record. And people don't appreciate that style of play that Harden has. So I feel like LeBron has to get MVP. Not only because it's his 17th year. The motherfucker is 35. He's been the non-finals out of 17 years. So that means out of like half of his career, he didn't play like over over 90 games, over what, 100 games. So that shit is just amazing to me. And for him to keep this same level of um, IQ, aggression, intensity, that's just even more better for, to me, to be honest. Um... Let me just start off with the LeBron week. So first he had visited Zion. He had to let him know, like, okay, you the you the up and coming 
lying, but I am the lion. So he shut that shit down. Zion had a good game, but LeBron was Bron. So this game, he was like, okay, I had to defeat the young lion. Check. So then we go face Giannis. Giannis coming up in there averaging, you know, a, a good amount of a good amount of points, good amount of rebounds, what 30 and 13, if I'm not mistaken. I ain't got the fact check right here. But, you know, and also best record in NBA. And the Lakers win that. LeBron finished with 37, 8, and 7. And guarded Giannis. Giannis was held two from eight from the field, guarded by LeBron. So LeBron not only locked up. But he also won and had great numbers. So check number two on the reigning and defending MVP. And then you go to Kawhi You got the crown. You facing the motherfucker that got the crown dangling from the car keys. Silent assassin. You facing him. The madman with the cornrows. That's who you facing, man. And not only do you show up. AD showed up as well. With a, a, AD had a great game. But for LeBron to close that out the way he did with the 27, I mean with the 28, 7, and 9, that was a spectacular, in the words of Shannon Sharp, virtuoso performance. And he kind of put a he put a little fear up in the in the Clippers. I ain't even go fake. Now the first two games that they faced the Lakers, LeBron was shook. And real fans uh, know what I'm talking about. LeBron, he didn't really want to face that challenge. He was kind of picking his spots. This game, he was just like, you know what? This my fucking lead. That's honestly what he did. And it was a and it was a it was a 28, a respectable 20. It ain't even have to be like them 40 ball games. It was a it was the 28 where it hurt. That 28 was tough. Especially how he ended them off. Went on that 13 uh oh run, either scoring or assisting. Amazing. So LeBron and me right now is leader for MVP. So let me talk about something else. I don't really want to dive into details right now because I don't have the um the stats in front of me. I want to talk about Megan and Stallion contract. Um she basically getting, you know, bamboozled out of her contract, which happens to a lot of artists that sign deals, 360 deals or deals in general. But, you know, I'm guessing since what is Megan Thee Stallion, she has some hits under her belt, people more clamoring to her because if any other artist was to do what she did, they looked at as disgruntled artists, old fix your contract. I'm looking at it from both sides. I see it from Megan's side and I see it from the label side. From 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 Megan's side, I see, um, you know, I'm making hits. I'm newly, I was a newly artist back then right now. But right now, you know, let's restructure and let's just, you know, see how things, you know, play out. Now, from the label perspective, what the fuck? You better finish the first fucking contract first. Like, I never seen a rookie, a rookie player. Uh, this is like fucking, this would be like Zion. Get a rookie contract. Zion get the rookie contract. You know, the the, the four-year $20 million contract. And then he but he come out balling. And now this motherfucker want the max contract. 
damn, let's finish this contract first. And the label's thinking like that too. And I just want to say, a lot of people need to know what the fuck they signing. How you not, how you get all of this energy to go on Instagram live to know everything word from word, every all it is. But then when it was time for you to look at the contract and look at the details and your lawyer to look over the details and the person, your management to look over the details, didn't nobody see the numbers? Didn't nobody look at the numbers and be like, hold the fuck up? That's all I want to know. Like, I can't put that on the label. I'm going to sign you for the cheapest amount that I possibly can to get the most off the back end. I know it sounds fucked up, but it's business. If Megan Thee Stallion was really popping, she would have never even needed to sign no deal. She should have just stayed independent. But it's good to have that bag and it's good to have, you know, a respectable um, label, respectable people behind you. I don't feel like Jay Prince is wrong. I feel like he's just doing business and doing what everybody else is doing. I don't feel like Meg is wrong neither in asking to restructure, but know what you signed in the first time. That's it. Know what you signed in the first time. And so it won't be no problems like this. So I want to... um dive into that later but i can see from both sides what they mean and if they can't come to an agreement i'ma just be honest like the label got you the label got you meg so it's either you you go do what the contract say or what retire like i don't you know at this point or somebody buy your contract out i jay-z or somebody respectable to buy your contract out if they really believe in you or other people really believe in you tell them to buy out your contract so it won't be no has it won't be no more problems like this and then the next label that you sign to look at the contract don't just look at the numbers on the front end or whatever that you did i don't know i wasn't there i don't know who was involved but i'm just looking at the typical story of an artist they get a nice contract that they don't read the terminologies. They don't look over the fine print. They don't look at the back end of what they get. They just sign, sign, sign. So this is a learning moment and a teaching moment for a lot of people. But this has been happening with Michael Jackson, the Beatles. This happened with uh, with Maze. This happened with uh, Diana Ross. This happens with everybody. So this is literally... The, the 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 label has always been trying to get one up against every artist. Why you think every artist want their masters now and waking up and because they 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 see their worth as an artist. So I just want to just, you know, leave with that and just say um know what you signing people. That's one of the messages of the day. Know what you signing. Stop being so emotionally um, charged with decisions. Know what you signing. Okay. Um, let me see what the next topic is. <laughs> and this is crazy, but I'm gonna have it. I'm gonna up into it. Having patience. A lot of people need to start to have patience and wait for stuff to grow, for stuff to nurture, for stuff to happen. Patience is missing from this era. I'm talking emotional patience. I'm just talking patience 
looking at ads on YouTube videos, patience. We have become so accustomed, everything being so fast, 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 me, 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 that once some shit may take a little longer or shit not how it, how we want it to be, we impatient with it. We not fucking with it no more. We got to get...